I believe that this AI will change things in the next two to three years. And I think the people who are professionals in their industry are going to find a way to use this technology to amplify whatever their efforts are today. You can't be a restaurant owner who's trying to figure out technology. You have to be a technologist who happens to be selling food. Right. I feel like this is moving faster than anything else that we've all been through, you know, in the economy and whatever technology has come out in the last several years. This is moving fast. All right, welcome in today. Uh, we're right here at National Restaurant Association 2023. Uh, we've got Kendall Wurr, as usual. Uh, he's the former president of Cenobon. Uh, he's been running about 2,200 locations and a P&L statement of $2.5 billion. So today's conversation is around AI and the whole chat GPT and its impact on the restaurant operation and efficiency. So welcome in, Kendall. Uh, let's dive into the topic. Awesome. Tell me, what do you think? Well, there's a rude awakening for the industry. Everything's changing as we speak, especially here at the show. We're seeing many, you know, vendors are coming out with AI, including obviously this amazing platform. But AI is the future and people are already talking about the resistance and why they are not going to get involved with it. But it's going to happen regardless of what people think about it. And it's already here and it has been here. And now it's just being, you know, further driven out into the public because more and more platforms are jumping on it as fast as they can. And so the actual restaurant operators are going to have to do the same thing. I agree. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't ready for it anyway. And we're a right. tech company. We were forecasting maybe by 2025. Right. And we were forecasting at least half a million to a million investment just to start implementing that platform. In. And here we are in November of last year, ChatGPT gets released. And now within a matter of three to four weeks, we've already got it integrated. Right. And you could ask it questions and I'll give you the answer. Yeah. And you have my still fast. Oh, you have to. Right. You don't have an option at this stage because right. if you don't, somebody else will. And absolutely. You know, before the show, we were talking about how the how drastic the uh, the difference will be mm -hmm. between somebody who has implemented AI and somebody who hasn't. Right. So I think it, we're going to start creating these really good winners that are way up here, and you're going to have a whole bunch of losers at the bottom and no one in between. Right. So you either get it, you do it, you implement it, and you crush the competitor, or you're going to end up on the other bucket and you're SOL at that stage. Right, right. <clears throat> uh, what are your thoughts on the impacts of it? How is it going to, where do you think it's going to begin? So I, I think right now, a lot of people are waiting and seeing, right? There's waiting and watching. They're trying to figure out what's going to happen. But I feel like this is moving faster than anything else that we've all been through, you know, in the economy and whatever technology has come out in the last several years, this is moving fast. I mean, when that launch happened on November 4th or whatever the day was, yeah. I remember people like talking about it, but then the next day it was everywhere and people were already applying it and using yeah. it and it would just move fast. And I think the people who are professionals in their industry are going to find a way to use this technology to amplify whatever their efforts are today. Others are not and they're going to miss the market and all the competitors are going to start you know raising in sales gaining more community gaining more market share and they're going to wake up one day and wonder what happened Where actually it's go? funny you say that because we say there are three types of people in this world those who make things happen mm -hmm. those who watch other people make things happen right and those who just wake up and say what the hell just happened <laughs> and you exactly. definitely don't want to be part of the second or the third group right. but yeah i agree and it's funny because 
the whole change, I agree, it's going at blazing fast speed. You know, right. it took us several hundred years as humans to master fire. And that was game changing. Right. Then you get into the industrial revolution. It took us about 50 years to really fine tune it and just maximize the profitability on that side. Right. It took us, what, about 30 years to master internet and get it to the public. The iPhone changed everything in just under a decade, right? Right. right. And then I believe that this AI will change things in the next two to three years because it's going, the self-healing power, the self-improvement, mm -hmm. all of that is just going to absolutely put it on a, on an exponential growth path, right? Unlike anything we've ever seen. And once you get to that, you know, artificial superintelligence, then good luck. No human will be able to ever compete with it. Right, right. And, and I know the concern right now at the mini is what happens to the jobs? Am I going to lose my job? How many people am I going to have to let go? All those same fears. But think about every technology that's ever been launched. That's been the same conversation. Absolutely. Even something as small as, and this isn't even necessarily technology, but look at something like the third-party delivery platforms. When that first hit the restaurant, what did they all do? No, 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 yeah. the cost too high, not going to do that, not going to do that. Pandemic hit, what happens? Every single restaurant wants to get on third party because they, they have no other means of gaining consumers and purchasing their product. Absolutely. But people were so resistant. And then there was also the conversation around, well, what jobs this eliminate now, right? And it did eliminate some jobs, but it also created a ton of new ones, right? Sure. Now brands have people who just work on a DoorDash partnership, yeah. right? Or Uber Eats or whatever that is. And so it creates new roles. And same thing with this. Right now, it is going to replace some roles like copywriter and some roles in marketing and some of the, you know, day-to-day -day, uh, issues that happen. I mean, how many times does somebody call an IT guy and say, hey, help me with this? And they say, oh, the solution is plug it in, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's so much that, that, yes, it's going to replace those efforts, but that means it's going to create new jobs to manage a different level of, you know, service for that company. I agree. I almost think that that's an invalid concern because how many times have we been through it? I mean, right. we've been through that many times and humans will continue to evolve. Right. And you can't stand in front of this bullet train because this is a bullet train. It's here. It's coming. Happening. Yeah, it's here. It's yeah. going full speed. Yeah. If you stand in front of it, guess what? You'll just get crushed and it, mm -hmm. no one will feel the impact. Right. So it, being, able to, being able to master that technology is going to start mm -hmm. widening the gap between the winners and the losers. And and. The restaurant industry is actually going to be probably one of the ones that will be worst hit, in my opinion, because you go into any other industry, they already have their customer data platform figured out. They have customer information. Like guys like Amazon, Google, Facebook, all these big companies, Uber Eats, these guys are going to crush it because they have all the shopping behavior of the customer. All they have to do now is just run it through the AI and the AI will start automatically just doing what it needs to do to turn customers transactional data into money in the bank right and they are the master of that and to that point i always tell the restaurant owners you no longer can just be a you can't be a restaurant owner who's trying to figure out technology you right. have to be a technologist who happens to be selling food right i mean just again look at uber they were at one point they were a technology company that was replacing taxis right then they right. turned around and they started replacing or adding uh, delivering food right so that made a huge impact right right uh, where do you think people should start from what's the first step to get get in front of this curve and not get left behind embrace it embrace it study it learn everything about it and see who's using it today 
right? What vendors, what competitors, who is actually using it? I mean, I just heard about a company yesterday where, you know, they're, they're gaining such, you know, top talent right now and they're filling all their open positions because they're using an AI program that is doing all the communication between people that are interviewing. Well, imagine all the time you get back as a manager, as a leader tech, and you can put back into working your business and growing your revenue and interacting with your guests versus trying to deal with all the scheduling of interviewing people. Sure. Right. But there's little things like that is going to change the game. So I would study it, understand it and figure out what components can actually help you in your business right now. And if, and if you have this moment where you're like, ah, I don't know if it can, that means it probably will. Yeah. Right? If you have that hesitancy, it's because it's going to work. You're just, you're nervous about taking that first step. Sure. So I would find what you, what you need in your business now and just start taking advantage of it. And I think it's getting overwhelming. We're a technology company and honestly, we have trouble. That is probably the one thing that keeps me awake yeah. at night thinking, how are we going to do this and how are we going to get in front of it? And it's sometimes it gets at one point it actually got overwhelming that I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to shelf it for some time. Right. And then I was like, oh, can't do that. That's two weeks later, you launched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks later, literally like two weeks later, like, yeah, I can't do that. I've got to go back and got to figure it out. Right. And we figured it out. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes effort. It takes right. money. It takes resources to do that. But what's the alternative? <clears throat> you know, at this stage where I feel like every company, not just the restaurants, not the technology company, everyone, you have this fork that which one's cheaper? Embrace the technology, stay in business, or go out of business in 36 months? Right. And that is the ultimate question because right. that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> sure. Uh, where do you think it's going to make the most impact? Let's run through some examples. I've got some examples on mine of how we are going to apply it to make a huge impact on the restaurant space. Where, where do you believe those are going to go? Start with you. If you're talking about the actual restaurants, I think it is going to speed things up when it comes to the interviewing, hiring, and even the onboarding process, right? Making all that automated, have the direct contact. I mean, you're hearing about team members today who are starting in a business and they come in there asking for a name and they're like, nobody works here by that name. Like, oh no, I've been talking to someone named Sally for months about Oh yeah. (laughs) You've been talking to AI. Yeah. We're we're glad to have you, but that's not who you were talking to, right? Correct. Uh, But it's going to, it's going to help speed the market. It's going to help you focus on what really matters in your restaurants. And that's where I get excited for operators, franchisees, people who are actually running these businesses. They're going to have more time to actually do the things that make the biggest impact. Usually you are in the middle of it when you're in the business, right? You are getting slammed. You're getting distracted. There's fires to put out. And now you got to go sit down and interview somebody, go through the hiring, the paperwork, all the, all these things, right? And it does set people back and it's hard to keep pivoting your mind every single day to these different things. But if you have more being automated for you, Mm-hmm. And especially the things that don't have as much interaction with the guests, because you still want to have that face-to-face in some businesses, but it's going to provide them that time, that time to do what makes the biggest impact versus working on things that don't. I agree. And I think, you know, even with the guests, like, uh, so let me run you through where, where we're going and what we're thinking of ways to improve that or implement that. I think the guest, guest feedback is going to get yeah. absolutely turned upside down. Right. Because imagine you go in, you take a survey, customer had a negative feedback, the AI now will know everything about the customer, which location they visited, what items they ordered, what was the problem areas, and they'll it'll automatically just write a personalized message to you as if the general manager would it, hi Kendall, I know the steak was not well done and you didn't like it, da 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 da. Here's what I'm gonna do to make it better. Come in, 
show this to the manager, I'm the manager on duty, ask for me, and boom, done, right? right. I think that would be one huge impact. I think also sales is going to be, the monetization of that customer data to sales is going to be another big deal. Right. Those who don't have a CDP, those who have these silos of quote-unquote CDP mm -hmm. are going to get, the latter one will probably get crushed, but the first one is going to be able to run that data through the AI system. And I think eventually get to a point that, you know, your highest lifetime valued customers, you know, their satisfaction score. Right. So they're clearly happy customers. They, they spend a ton of money with you. And it's going to cross-reference that data to social media and say, you know what, Kendall's got a million and a half people on Instagram. I should reach out to him and make him a brand ambassador. Hey, Kendall, we're trying to reach, uh, you know, launch this new concept or this new location. We want to get some brand ambassadors. You're a happy customer. You spend a ton of money. We want your help, right? Right, right. I think those are the things that it's very, very time-consuming. Yeah. So I think those things is where we're where we're going and where we think it's going to make a huge impact. And also forecasting. No, of course, yeah. No, just imagine yeah. just that one piece alone. You could forecast sales on labor. After 12 months, it's pretty darn accurate. Right. After 18 months, 24 months, it's going to be 100% accurate on right. that site. Right. You don't have to forecast labor. You don't have to forecast sales. You don't even have to schedule it. They'll automatically do everything for you. Right, right. Yeah, and I look at things like ChatGPT, where a lot of people are getting nervous about that, right? That specifically. And that's probably the most tangible version of AI that people have access to today. There's millions of more, but that's the most popular that people yeah. paid attention to now, right? It's getting traction. And I look at it, and I said it earlier, but professionals are going to be amplified because they're going to know how to talk to it. They're going to know what the inputs need to be, what the command should be. You can go in there now and say, hey, uh, you know, write me a, let's, let's talk about like more support center, corporate level organizations. Right? You have people today in your training, you know, department who are writing all this content, right? Sure. One of them could go in there now and just say, oh yeah, write me a lesson about how food cost works in restaurants. It's going to be the most generic thing ever, not inspiring, not captivating, Correct. be basic. Yeah. But if you have somebody that's going in there saying, Hey, I have an audience of this demographic. They're struggling with, you know, achieving their food cost goals. Can you give me some breakdowns of the common mistakes that happen when managing food costs, right? How do the best restaurants do? Like, but keep putting all these inputs in, you're going to get the best content that fits that specific need because the person doing it is skilled enough to understand it. Correct. Um, but I think people figure that out, especially on the copy side with social media and website and all the content you put out there, video scripts, it's going to help amplify all that and make sure that things are optimized for search engine, right? And that's what we're, everyone's looking for. Well, this is going to save all that time and all those hours of trying to really dial in a message and something like ChatGPT just helps you do that. Yeah. But again, if you're not, if you're not doing it the right way, it's just going to be the basic generic version. But if you have the right inputs and you're saying, Hey, in this tone to this audience coming from me, coming from Hamed, come, right. it's going to, it's, it's just different. And it, yeah. it just shows that there's more professionalism behind it. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, it all comes down to that. Because if you use it the first time and you just give it a generic one-line thing, it's just going right. to spit out some garbage and you're like, oh, this thing's not going to work. And then you dismiss it. Why? Because you didn't know how to operate it. So right. I agree 100%. Right. And, you know, you've got Microsoft just put $10 billion into OpenAI. So you've got Google chasing down. And here we are. We're on day three now. Mm -hmm. And... I think I may have had one conversation. Yeah. One conversation mm -hmm. that the restaurateur really understood it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just 
completely ignoring it. it it sounds like either they're ignoring it or they're just not seeing the potential and that's very dangerous because again those three types of people you're just going to one day wake up and say what happened you know why am i not busy why why do i not get customers yet the guy across the street is just crushing it right you know? right it's again there's a lot of money being pumped into this industry it's here to stay it's right. going to get a lot better yep. and you guys as a restaurateurs you have to figure out how to master that again you you have to start if you don't have the if you're not tech savvy you need to get somebody in your team that is or you need a partner with partners not vendors mm -hmm. who are there to help you to right. be able to push this forward and guide you through the process of what you need to do to do that and i think the first thing you need to do customer data right if you do not have your customer data you're done you might as well close the doors now because it's going to be a painful death. And a platform yeah. that can actually execute. Absolutely. Data, right? yeah. Bring it all to life. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we say, you know, data itself is useless. Right. If it's not actionable, it's useless. You know, even if Uber eats DoorDash, if they gave you all of your customer data mm -hmm. and you sit there doing nothing on it, it's why would you do that? Right. You know, it just. Right. It's change. Yeah. Well, Uber eats DoorDash. These guys know how to turn customer data into cash in the bank. And they're really good at it. Right. Right. So, right. and the restaurateurs, every single restaurant chain has got to, has got to master that technique. Because if he don't, guess what? Somebody else will come do it for you and sure. charge you 30%. Sure. Sure. So you, you have to go where the people are, right? Yep. And most of your consumers are interacting with AI to some level, right? They're exploring, they're trying it out. So now a new level of expectations being created. And people are going to start expecting this to happen. Correct. And the first competitor that does it is going to open the eyes and the excitement and all this of your consumers. They want to go ch check it out and, and engage with it. And now they're going to be wondering, okay, when is this place going to do it? I wonder when this company is going to start doing that. So keep going and going. Expectation going. is yeah. going to change. Yeah. That, somebody else, to your point, I think we had talked about that on a previous podcast that, you know, customers are getting trained by competitors right. to expect and expect a certain level of service, et cetera. So right. now if they come to you and you don't do that, then that makes you stand out. And guess what? You're going to lose out. Yeah. You don't ever want to be the reason for why somebody does not visit your restaurant. Absolutely not. So don't give them that excuse, right? Uh, you want to make sure that you're doing the table stakes. And unfortunately, these expensive and fast moving things that are happening in AI are going to be table stakes here shortly, if they're not already. I, I agree 100%. All right. Any closing statements? I'm, I'm going to end with that because I just, I think that People overlook that. I think people overlook, and I'll just expand a little bit. I think people overlook what competitors are doing and think, oh, yeah, they'll be done with that soon. Or, nah, yeah, we don't need to do that. It doesn't fit our brand. But it doesn't matter what the specific product is per se. It matters what are similar retail or restaurant businesses around you doing. What is the community doing? You know, in your shopping center, let's say, how many of these businesses are now interacting with AI or higher level technologies that are driving more revenue and traffic to their business? I just think people kind of take that back seat and wait, which is sometimes smart to do, especially in the innovative world that we're in. But there's some things where you know, like this, like AI, ChatGPT, you know it's not going anywhere. If anything, it's going to get even more enhanced. Yeah. So just you got to jump in there. You know, if this was some new crazy uh, robot that was going to come in and do all, okay, I get it. Let's take a step back. Let's watch. Let's learn. You know, let's not jump into that. But things that are already taking over the world, like ChatGPT, and training people of how easy life is when you have this personalized assistant at your fingertips, you, you got to just know it's going to happen. Just like social media happened, just like everything else has happened. 
Yeah. Well, follow the money. Right. If right. the big companies are putting billions and billions and billions, right. there's a reason they're doing that. This is all. All right. Great. Well, thanks great. for tuning in. Uh, this was our uh, chat GPT moment, if you will. Uh, if you don't have a customer CDP platform, my number one advice is implement one, implement one get one up and running, because that is going to make a huge impact in your business right. in the next 12 to 24 months. Here at Milagro, we've solved all of these complex problems of the loyalty and the integration and everything that we've discussed in this podcast. So if you're interested to learn more, contact us and schedule a demo.